All right, everyone. Welcome to Tea with Fran. Fran, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Good. And Justin, yourself? Doing good. And a thumbs up. That's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. That's got to mean something. Thumbs Did- up are so so BS sometimes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, thumbs up. I just forget, you know. Was that a fake thumbs up? Might have been a fake thumbs up. <laughs> An empty gesture. <laughs> I, would yeah. ex- I would expect better from you. Uh, so, yeah, we want to talk about some food today. Let's start with what's in front of us. Fran, what have you decided to serve for this episode? Mm, well, I think almost everyone likes these little fish. Goldfish, how can you go wrong? Right. And I know that you really like these. these that, yeah, it is candy. Those <laughs> sugar almonds. Almond, they're almonds. But it's a season for fruit. Wonderful fruit is coming in. Blueberries right um, now. The are blueberries great. are good, and the strawberries and the peaches are coming mm-hmm. in. Tangerines, right. nectarines, all the irenes, whatever. That's right. And it's so important to buy locally because come winter, everything is shipped. It's picked at a different time, and then it's shipped, and it doesn't mm. taste the same. Pumped with HGH. Right. Yeah, it gets pumped with human growth hormones, not even. <laughs> so now's the time to savor the food. Yeah. I like that. Savor summer and savor the food of summer. Yes. If someone offers you a slice of watermelon, eat it. Absolutely. That's what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you, yeah, a bad, bad slice of watermelon, like when it just has no flavor, that's. that's uh, I have, but when, like, what? When have you had? That's like literally an, a rind. When it's like translucent. <laughs> like, when have you had like a translucent watermelon? Right now, I mean, they're all good, but like I haven't had a. I mean, it's a bad watermelon. I feel like hard is hard to come by. That's a good thing. Overripe is. I mean, oh, when it's too sweet, yeah. Well, the center gets too mushy. Yeah, and people used to make, put like vodka bottles in those oh, things. Oh, yeah. I think they still do. I think they do. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll do that next episode. Eat some vodka watermelon. Okay, maybe not, Fran. It's just a joke. <laughs> um. So, Fran, I wanted to maybe we'll start with kind of going back, think back to your childhood, and what what are some early food memories? you have all right well first of all i'm from daytona beach florida daytona all right and my mother was a southern cook and my mother uh fried almost everything sounds delicious and oh we had fried chicken fried fish you know every and she made wonderful hush puppies and wonderful biscuits and then from scratch everything was from scratch um she also made really good banana pudding Mm. and people were coming she always made banana pudding and it was delicious um but those are Basically, my uh, Christmas time, she made divinity. I don't know if you've ever had that kind of candy, but I'm it's sure I've heard of it. Oh, uh, well, it's white and it's a lot of egg. Um, well, but a lot of eggs are involved in it and pecans. And she would stand and get it at a certain temperature and pull it out and then plop it on to uh, like a sheet of wax paper, and it would make like little minarets. And it was delicious. Hmm. I never learned to make it. And it's an interesting thing about my mother in that she never taught me to cook. I cleaned up, but I didn't cook. And um, it was four years in home ec that really taught me to cook. In my days in high school, girls took four 
years of home ec, and the guys took four years of shop. And I did ask if I could take shop one year, and they said absolutely not, that girls didn't do that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, that wouldn't fly now. Now everybody can do everything, you know. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want to do, do it. Well, it's a good thing I had four years of home ec because when I married Dan in 1960, I suddenly discovered that everybody in his family knew everything about cooking because they were a restaurant family. That's right. And everything about food for them was like the finishing touches the fresh herbs that were used, a squeeze of lemon juice right at the end, bringing up all the flavors. And never buy any of your herbs in the big sizes because they change. And Dan's dad would come and he would open up my herbs and he would smell them and he'd say, this one's no good. No, 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 no. We have to go shopping because they had to be really pungent. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I learned a lot about cooking from his family. Wow. So that's really uh, been what my life has been about. And, and then with Dan, we always had the Quincy food, but we also had the Pennsylvania food. We had the Florida food, the Georgia food, wherever we went. In fact, we also would often have like a little club. We would get our neighbors together or friends and neighbors, and we would meet once a month, and it was a cooking club. Hmm. And we would decide from month to month what the theme would be next time, whether it would be Hawaiian or Chinese or Indian, or we would pick whatever we, anything we could dream, dream up. Or it could be just potluck. It didn't matter. Yeah. But it was a good way to get friends together. In fact, I think that's what food is about. It's bringing people together. You sit and you have something good to eat and you spend time looking into each other's eyes and talking and really sharing your heart. And I think it's the center of our life. And people who don't sit down at a table and do that, you know, think about the people who just use like a, I don't know, microwave TV dinner. Eat in the cars. Or sit in the car or go and watch television. And they don't yeah. talk. They watch TV while they eat. And they're missing this this whole thing that food brings you together. And the tasting of food and the passing of food and the the joy of eating comes yeah. from sharing it. Yeah. I mean, the the spirit of this podcast is based on it. Yes. I mean, we it's called tea with with Fran, but all those times we had tea, there was always cookies and <laughs> Nuts and seeds and something to snack on. And yeah. I mean, that absolutely fits in with, with what we're doing here. And I think yeah. we all promote that. I know I definitely eat with plenty of people outside the podcast. And I can assume the same yeah. for Justin as well. Yeah, I love, I mean, I love eating out. And like my thing is, it's like, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter if you're at, you know, a run-of-the-mill restaurant or a five-star restaurant. It's the company you're with. Yes. Um, yes. So it doesn't, yeah, I... I I can have just as good as a meal at a not so great restaurant if I'm with the right people. But food still got to be good. Right. You know, don't serve me crap. When you think of holidays throughout the year, isn't food involved? Yeah. How about every event? A big birthday party last weekend for Evan? Yep. Plenty of food. And I think so. 
you know, I love my mother dearly. I'm assuming she loves me as well. But my mom, and Justin can attest to this, does not use the word love. She does not hang up the phone and say, I love you. But when she's, before she hangs up the phone, she'll tell you everything there is to eat in the fridge. Even if you're home <laughs> love. and yeah. the fridge is in front of you, you know, she would tell you like, well, this is on this shelf, this is on that shelf. So, you know, when Justin has come over, yeah, you know, should get the hell out of my house. You know, she, yeah. That, <laughs> who who invited in you? Yeah. What are you doing here? You need to leave. And, and then here's the menu. Here's yeah. everything. Oh, we got these leftovers. This I'm making this. This is in the oven. It's just I'm like, all right. Yeah. Once once I realized that that's how my mother says, I love you. I, I just notice it all the time now. Yes. And it's always been so funny because, you know, Justin and I have been friends for almost 20 years and. Probably once we got into high school and Justin got more annoying to my parents. I don't know. Yeah. Or my mom realized she didn't have to treat him as a guest. Or, you know, he was just like you don't another give me respect. I give you none. <laughs> he, he was just he was just another another mouth to feed, essentially. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's when she really started just going, Oh, what do you want? What are you doing? But meals with the family is is so important for me. And Justin has been a part of so many at the my parents' house. And when he used to live near this one bakery, it'd be a Friday. My mom would be doing a big fish dinner and I'd be like, all right, like right, I'm going to tell Justin. If Justin's coming, he needs to bring two loaves of Italian bread from <laughs> yeah, Calandra's. I've worked right at, over there on Fairfield, right on like right one of the offices. We leave, pick it up, and right on the way. Right. So the food was very important to this gathering. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I can picture yes. us like already like sitting down, we're getting ready to eat. And he, he had a little bit of a drive and he would show up like right at the beginning and there he is with a loaf under each arm. And that, you know, when you think about it, it's like, ah, now, now here's like the, the final touches, you know, Justin, right. drop it off. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what earned. That's my, that's my fare for the uh, meal. You know, I bring him the bread and right. then I'm allowed to eat the other stuff. Okay. One of the things I love about the kitchen at your house, Kevin, is that there are two huge tables. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's so inviting. It's just marvelous yeah, like to be there. Foot, it feels like a 12-foot table. It's just wonderful to yeah, be there. Yeah, you can like put the different, like the extra sections in on <laughs> that, you know, on the one table. And those got put in and, and just never removed because no. they're they're always needed. Yeah, it's it's been wonderful. Um, I re recently was talking to an old boss of mine and he texted me and he goes, I don't understand why you're still in New Jersey, you know, because I was talking about my trip to Alaska or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, as soon as I hate my family, I was like, I'm so out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you know, I just, you know, it means too much to me to stay here. So that's why I'm still. Of course, family is much more important than a place. Speaking of old coworkers, I, this just came to mind talking about food. I had one when I was working in South Dakota. And he was making his lunch one day and he was just heating up a can of beans and cutting up hot dogs and putting it in, you know, pork and beans. Disgusting. And I was like, you're really, you know, going to enjoy that? And he goes, you know, Kevin, I don't care about the quality of the food. I care about the quantity of the food. <laughs> and I was just like, that is not, a, I don't think that's an approach <laughs> I would like to take, but yeah. no. he, he was happy with that. No. Well, I recently like, told I no, I recently yeah. told him about the podcast. Hopefully yeah. he doesn't tune into this one. Well, maybe he will, case. but you know, some people uh call food comfort. 
you know, when things are really going wrong in their life, uh, there are certain foods that they really want. It could be chocolate cake. Oh, it I could love be. Cake. It could be blueberry pie mm-hmm. or something. You know, but when things are wrong, that comforts them. And the problem with that, if you use food for comfort, is that sometimes you have more calories than you don't burn them all, so yeah. you put on weight, and then you have another problem. So, they, you know, they talk about Americans. Uh, they can always spot Americans in Europe because they're usually overweight. Hmm. But it's always such a shock when you travel somewhere and you don't see anybody overweight. Yeah. But you do hear, you know. And it, like one thing that's nice is without the with me not drinking is how much more I can eat. I'm just like, yeah. I mean, I've always been able to eat a lot, but now it's like, I can, I can maintain whatever it is, like my, my weight, which I've actually lost. I'm like down to my target weight, which is awesome. But now I'm able to just replace the calories with, with food. With, food, so with good food, yeah. I, except I've been eating probably way too much cake. And like granted, I've been to a lot of parties, but like yeah. I don't know, I've just been getting – my sweet tooth came back. I used to yeah. not really care for like you know that kind of stuff, and now I'm just like it's back. Yeah, well, sugar. You know, we're not health experts, so we can't no. talk on the – the, gro- the growth of obesity in this country, yes. no pun intended. Uh, it's big, yeah. yeah it's big. But, it is um, big, yeah. Can you say that's a noticeable thing from your childhood to now? Uh, that absolutely. Just- I, I can remember um, not just my childhood. I don't think I ever knew growing up any kid that was heavy. None at all. I mean, that, that just was not an issue. Hmm. And when I started teaching... In 1960. Oh, you really—that's what you really got to see. These kids like kind of like blow yeah. up oh, yeah. <laughs> every well, year. They come in. Yeah. A little <laughs> in 1960, there were no. I could. There were wow. no kids. When I find when we built this house and we finally settled in here, and my first year that was over at uh, Lounsbury Hollow Middle School, there was only one kid that was overweight, and the nurse would invite that kid to come in and have lunch with her. And so they would talk about food and and about chewing your food well and and picking vegetables over the sweets, how a little small piece of fudge has, you know, is enough. That's the calories for the whole meal, Mm -hmm. just that one little small piece. Well, by the time I left Lounsbury, there were quite a few kids that were overweight. And and it would start to grow where instead of having one person with the nurse at lunch, there would be four or five or six. It started that way. And, and I remember thinking about it, that I kept seeing, even though the kids were still running and doing all the things that kids do and the afternoon sports, they were still gaining weight. Hmm. And then I started to wonder if it was just in the food. Mm-hmm. Like, is it that a kind of sweetener that they put in everything almost? Yeah, what is what the quantity is what, intake? Yeah. Um, Combination of And I still really don't know, except that if you, well, even recently, I was looking at the girls going to the prom in their prom dresses, and not all of them, but most of them were heavier than girls used to be. Uh, I don't know. What yeah. is it? What is it? Just huh? a couple things. Imagine that, you know, that one, this one kid you remember being overweight, <laughs> yeah. like that, like that's your memory of him. And then talk about something you probably could not do in this day and age is 
take someone's child away from their normal lunch period and have them sit with the nurse. You know, I bet just imagine the parent that, you know, the parent that's like in there with like 200 pounds heavier than the well, kid. Well, see, and that's, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. see, that's true. Uh, but it, we, they were doing, awesome. it, the, well, they, the nurse made it a special thing, you know, and, and it's a lot of fun. Um, she always had like. Maybe kids <laughs> were putting on weight to go to that fun <laughs> lunch. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> not a bad idea. Well, I just know things, everything was different then. Yeah. Everything was different. Mm-hmm. But there was just one kid that was overweight. You know, so we do need to like remember that being overweight taxes the whole body. Absolutely, especially yeah, like that taxes the whole body because your whole body's paying for it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's really every. I mean, goes down to decision and choice. Uh, decisions you make, you know, that has you know that taxes on something. Right. And right. this one happens to be the body. It's definitely. It seems I, I don't know if it's just. Culturally, everyone is living such a fast-paced life that they just want fast, easy meals, and those tend to be loaded with too many calories and high in salt and sugar and processed food that, you know, sit down and, you know, grill. I think another problem is just, like, portion control. And also, yeah. You know, we're such a gluttonous society. Yeah. Yes, like your friend that was talking about, it's the quantity. They want more food, like supersize it. There's an ad I saw just yesterday, and I'm not going to talk about the, the name of the company that was advertising it. But can say it. We can it, it was out. like we'll a, after, it was after, after. It yeah, was supposed to be a cheeseburger, but it was a double cheeseburger, drawing you in to eat something that you couldn't even really get your mouth around. You know how tall that thing looked, and yeah, it was I double, love double che- cheeseburgers. And so. Double cheeseburger. Yeah. When I'm when I'm feeling when I'm feeling that way, and I want it, I'm gonna get it. Yeah. One benefit <laughs> is now that you know I love like five guys burgers and fries. It's funny. I'm going out to Vegas, and one of the guy. I mean, I work with a bunch of different people, and um, yeah. one of the guys out there. We like going off the strip for. Long. I mean, like the amount of times like. I, I can close my eyes. Like right, like I always say at Harris, right to the right, you have the Venetian, which has um, cut and Tao, which Tao is a great like Asian fusion mm, place, but I like, like the one Asian. in Chicago better. But like, <sighs> I know I have the Vegas Strip memorized in my head. Close, you know, close, close my eyes outside the left of Harris. You go through, you know, cut through the links, go to the Flamingo across the street. You have Caesars right next. Anybody to Anybody with the a map of Vegas, that, right the, in if this is wrong. You have the Cosmopolitan. Okay. Like I know. Okay. So like for me, I'm like get off the get off the strip. So I call. I'm like I'm like take me somewhere not anywhere in this vicinity. So yeah. sometimes we've gone to just like where it's like you know what, let's just be cheap. And like yeah. you go into like some of these meals, like I've had like those crazy expensive meals, but yes. at the same time, I was like I'm just craving like give me some Five Guys burgers and fries or like there's a place called no free Juan's uh, Juan's Flaming Fajitas. Uh, fajitas, they're good. I don't know, just like just different shit, man. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> now I'm going back to Vegas. Yeah, I and it's I always, on your you know, mind. Yeah. It's yeah. on your mind. I understand. Not there too much. Yeah. The and I don't think this is news for any of our listeners out there, but the American diet is is not great. I don't have the information at all, but that whole like food pyramid that yeah. we were taught growing up, it was just like <laughs> eat a lot of bread. It's like bread isn't good for you though. Like it really should just have been focused on vegetables and and fruits and 
natural things. I mean, my advice as far as when you go shopping, I mean, that's you want to lose weight. You control what you buy. You know, if you're buying stuff and keeping it in your house, you're going to eat it. Yeah. But the advice I heard that I, I stick with is when you grocery shop, shop the perimeter. because That's mm-hmm. where the produce is. That's mm-hmm. where the meat is and the dairy stuff. Most of the stuff in the aisles, unless you're going down, you know, the, getting beans or, yeah. or rice or something like that. Like mm-hmm. walk down the cereal aisle. I mean, it is sensory overload. Dude, I've been on a kick with um so I haven't had cereal in years. Okay. And I just <laughs> been on a kick of just buying Reese's uh, Reese's puffs. Oh, they have Reese's puffs. Reese's puffs are still around <laughs> and they're still delicious. So I, what I do is I have my Reese's puffs, I chop up like a banana in there with ah. it. You know, it's all about get, getting that fusion together with the milk. Oh, it's it's good. Well, they now have in the cereal aisle mm-hmm. not where children's eyes are but a little bit higher up uh they have keto cereal interesting with high protein in it i feel like it should be like eating cardboard i don't know i just figured (laughs) grainy yeah uh, well and it's sweetened though with stevia and things like that Mm. okay it's for the people who are eating carefully okay yeah keto is a a certain kind of diet um saying reese's puffs on a certain kind of diet (laughs) because That, that student Fran remembers from all those years ago probably helped develop. You know, it was in like the tasting group to to get the approval for that food. Yeah, but I have to see the bananas in there, and I don't have it like as. I mean, every now and then. So I'll have adding it in the something healthy to something extremely unhealthy. That's it not how. That, like, does, I don't think that balances out. Like, you, yeah, well, it you just think. makes it a little better because it's it's a nice treat. Like, if I look at the box, like how much it's a good dessert, right? I'm like, I don't know. You put on that, you know, you put on a show, you eat a bowl of Reese's Puffs, and uh, you have some fruit, and you call it a day. You're good. I can only speak on I can justify that on my experience, but when I look back on what was like a typical diet growing up was you wake up as a kid and you have a bowl of sugary cereal with milk. Yeah. And there's a couple hundred calories to start the day. Maybe a glass of orange juice, which orange juice is just as sugary as like a can of soda. Yes, it is. That was like a big push years ago by orange people. Right. So like the orange people. This is a Trump thing. Trump got involved. (laughs) It was actually Oompa Loompas that uh, said you had to have oranges with breakfast. That's why they raided his house in (laughs) Marlaga. We're like, we need to know what you did with the oranges. Yes. So you have that. And then maybe you have a little mid-morning snack. And then you have cold cuts like a cold cut sandwich with chips. <laughs> Everything is processed at this point. I know, get, to, but, get on to something like, real. I'm just saying, like, none of the, like maybe you have an apple, but like cold cuts have, are pumped with preservatives. They're not great for you. Bread is, you know, all these carbs. That's not great for you. Chips, just salt and carbs. Like, <laughs> yeah. n- none of it's that good for you. Like I said, maybe you have an apple. Maybe you have a banana at some point. A midday snack of some cookies. And then it comes dinner time and you'll have like, mac and cheese which is just <laughs> like more just processed garbage and then it's like oh seven eight o'clock at night you know whatever time like let me have a bowl of ice cream before bed so <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you're starting your day with this bowl of sugar you're ending it with a different form of like dairy What's sugar keeping you alive is that possibility <laughs> that you ate half of an apple yeah like and i just think back it was like that is like is that it's just not good for you and that is but that to me is like a was like my typical American childhood. I, I look back on, I remember being a kid and like eating ice cream and then like you try to make it like soupier and stuff like kids, you know, I'm like, 
I look back on it now. I'm like, how can someone eat like I'll have ice cream? I can only have a little bit. I can't eat like I can't justify eating a big bowl or like just eating it right out of the thing of ice cream. It's just like I feel like gross. Like the thought of just doing that. I'm like, I don't know. I just can't. I can't pack. I can't get behind it. Okay. Did you take vitamins? I have to ask you. Did you have vi- a vitamin? Vitamins. I took I those. Look how I turned out. Flintstones. Yeah. Uh, chalk I, Flintstone vitamins. I think I did take a a vitamin as a child. But that's like another thing where yeah. if you're eating healthy, you don't need vitamins. Right. But children get vitamins. <laughs> they do. Whenever I go for, for my physical, my uh, my doctor always asks, oh, did you change anything? You know? Yeah. And the one year I remember, I'm like, yeah, well, I'm starting to take vitamins. <laughs> she kind of, she's like, why? She kind of gave me like a why. I'm like, oh, no. Like, she's like, to be honest, like, she's like, you eat healthy. Like, she's like, I understand if you're taking like an omega or like, you know, if you take zinc and vitamin C when you like feel like, you know, before a trip or after yeah, a trip to like right. boost your immune. Like, I yeah. get that. But like, she's like, you don't have to take it every day. Yeah. Like, it's just your body. Like, you you know, if you're if you're healthy, you probably, you know, you develop, you, you produce however much of it. Friend. If I remember correctly, I know we're changing gears here a little bit, but you and Dan used to cook a lot together, and he was always involved in that, right? Always. Uh, well, remember, he came from this restaurant family. Yes. And so what, um, you know, cooking for you guys when you guys were, you know, well and retired and enjoying yourselves, what was that like? Was he just pulling recipes out of a book for you guys to try? Like No. No, he was remembering different places that we lived and remembering what things tasted like. Mm, and he would that. say, oh. Reverse engineering yeah. food. He'd say, oh, I just wish that I had a tenderloin from Quincy, Illinois. And so I would look in the freezer to see if I happened to have a pork tenderloin that I could get out and butterfly it and yep. pound it and dip it and roll it and then fry it. You know, so that he could have these memories of food. But uh, he was all about food. In fact, when he would first get up. A guy and, that size, he needs to be oh, about food. Oh, he would come down singing. He always sang when he first got up. And we would dance around in the kitchen a little bit while he was singing, Oh, What a Beautiful Morning. And then he would say, all right. Let's see, what can we have for breakfast that's really, really good? Oh, how about some hash browns and a couple of eggs and some bacon? Do we have bacon? You know, I mean, he would, and, and then toast with jelly. You know, I mean, and he made like it. Like at a diner. It was so much fun. If eating for him was fun. And so I would, that was my place. That was my office. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's the way it was. And then I would say, anything special you're thinking of for dinner? And then sometimes it would be <clears throat> a lot of vegetables because his mother did cook that way. And she would call things the green bean commerce. It was a German dish with uh, green beans that you have to snap, yeah. okay, and red potatoes that would be cut in small pieces, and then um, a piece of ham, like a ham hock. And you just cook that, and then when you get ready to serve it, you have to chop your your onions very fine and sprinkle them on top of your bowl. And he loved that, hmm. one of his favorite things. In fact, you know, when you talk about food, if you have to be, learn to make food, and one of the things you have to learn to do is use knives. You have to have good knives. The sharp, sharper, the better. Sharper, the better. Sharper, the better. That and was one of my first jobs inside yeah. here. 
when I finally started doing the inside work. Sharp and nice. I, I remember sitting where you're sitting, Fran, and you guys had bought some something that Dan found about sharpening knives, and it was a, a pile of knives on the table, and that'd be just bleeding. <laughs> That's right. And you really do need to chop things, at, and, and when you're chopping, you need to be consistent so that you don't have some big pieces and some little pieces. Yeah. It will not cook Here, here's the same. one thing that I, I'm... I'm, 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 I love cooking, cook often. I go through phases though. Sometimes I'm cooking all the time. Then I'm there, I'm like kind of over it. I'm like, I take like a week or two hiatus. I'm like, I don't feel like cooking it. I'm like, just like, ah. and then I get back into it. But one thing I can't stand is people who linger in the kitchen. When I'm cooking, <laughs> let me cook. When people get involved in this and that, like if I'm not, if I'm cooking, if I'm in control, don't come in helping when you don't know what needs helping. You know, I mean, that's my point. kitchen at that point. I don't want someone lingering. Oh, that looks yes, good. Chef. This looks good. Yeah. No, get back to the table or get out of the room. <laughs> that's how I feel. As sometimes yeah. when I'm a kid, that's right. my, that's my spot right now. When right. People come in, they, they linger right. in, they're commenting this and that. It's just like, hey, beat it. You'll 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 have food mm -hmm. in in an hour right. or thirty minutes, whatever it is. Well, and it depends when you talk about food. Is it's going to be summer food? That's very different from winter food. When you think about it, winter food, well, always I've considered soul food. It's very like warming. Yeah. You warming. eat it, just yep. your whole body is great. Yep. Summer's a little light, refreshing. You uh -huh. want to be light and refreshing because most of the time you're drinking. It's nice. It's you know, you get the sun. You're at the beach. You know, you don't want to be eating yep. something heavy, and then you just you, you feel heavy. You want to be light and airy. Yeah, you don't want to turn on the oven. You're going to do it on the grill. Yeah. And peaches grilled are wonderful. So Ooh. if you haven't done that, grilled as peaches, a, interesting. Yeah, they're really good. I don't know if I ever told you this, Fran. My mom, growing up, always told my brother and I, you have to learn to cook because you'll never find a woman to cook for you. <laughs> she said, because my mom believed that, like, you know, they took home ec away from women and let yeah. them in the shop class. So. <laughs> you don't believe a woman will cook for me. I don't believe I'll ever get a woman. <laughs> what? So that, that is something yep. that, that she has always told me. And... You know, when I was younger, I started just helping her in the kitchen because I got in my head that, you know, I don't need a woman to cook for me, but I want to be able to cook the things I like Yes, because this is how I like, you know, to right. make sauce or sure. chicken or whatever. So right. I think it's important, you know, if someone in your life is cooking for you, help, help them with their permission. And learn how to do it yourself because sure. with their permission, with their consent, you know, yeah. we, we need their consent before you step into my kitchen. I'll, I'll tell you, my uncle, who's in his 70s, uh -huh. gets so excited when my great aunt, who's in her 90s, makes meatballs because it just brings him back to uh, the way my grandma would yeah. make them. And he's like a little kid all over again. Uh, so it's like a time machine of food. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. I know. And, you know, think about Christmas or Hanukkah, either one, that there's certain foods that it, you just can't have it. If you don't have that food, then it's not Hanukkah, it's not Christmas. So uh, food is very important. And it's also important that every single person learns how to make it yeah. and cook it and choose it well, you know, and keep it right in the refrigerator. Which drawer do you put it in? You know, what needs to be frozen? What can't be frozen? There's so many things to it. That's why they should teach more home ec. They should. Yeah, I mean, I feel like home ec, like I did like, I feel like I did a month's worth of home ec. You know, it's like mm. county jail time in home <laughs> ec. You know, it's like you get by. 
Um, I don't know. I mean, we never, I never had it. For, I don't think I, did we ever have that's Mac a, that's for a, class, a full year? It's a class where, ooh, I don't know about, I don't know I remember for a full who, year. That's the one where you make the pillow. Yeah, you make a pillow, you pants. make pants. And then it's like, all right, you're done. You've figured it out. Like, I, I can home act. I get it. But you, you didn't learn enough. Yeah. No, you know? no. And there, there should, should be life shop, skills. Stuff, which is fun. Yeah. yeah life skill, of course. Uh, oh, life I, skill. I would love to be the, that teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I would thrive. I'd be great at <laughs> oh, it. You God. would be. <laughs> I'd be, uh, re- my mother would be upset if I don't mention her father whenever he gave like, you know, would go shopping with my grandma. Always said, buy the best. This is what we're putting in our body so you have the note here you are what you eat yes it all goes back to that quality over quantity that's true that's good good, fuel that's a good point yeah farm to table all that stuff the healthier the better it is nice it's satisfying too like whenever if you have like a garden you grow it and then you take Mm -hmm. that and then you cook with it and make sauce whatever it is it's just feels right have either of you eaten any like what's like the weirdest food you can remember Trying any crickets or bugs or Dan did chocolate covered crickets. I would totally try one of those. Oh, he thought they were delicious. He did. Yeah. Oh, he loved to travel the world, and he would try anything. He never asked what was in it, and if it looked okay, he ate it. Yeah, I you will know? try. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'll, I'm not going to turn my head really. So I'll try every. You know, I'll try right. everything. Right. At least once. <laughs> Some things, maybe not, but food, yes. <laughs> food, we're talking about food. We're still on food. Do you have now. any weird food that you've eaten that you can remember? I ate fried oyster eggs, which was interesting. So I always love oysters and I've had like fried like stuff like that. Um, but it was like their oyster eggs are kind of in like this weird like sack thing. So you mm-hmm. like it's fried and you bite it. And it was just, it's, it was good. It was had, a, it definitely had a very a stronger fishier taste than oh. traditional. Uh, Hmm. Oysters. Okay, I think that's some I'll, fancy restaurant. I just, I just think I'll yes. pass on that. <laughs> pass me a crab cake. Yeah. Be, not, yeah, I ate a fried sack of oysters. <laughs> that's basically what it was. Okay. Um, I just have some. Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's any other any other food uh, topics. I got just some fun more questions, like we kind of did last yeah, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was uh, all right. So speaking of you know, seafood, lobster or crab? Oh, I got sick eating lobster. It, you know, you dip it in in butter. Yeah. And so I haven't had any lobster since I got sick. Wow. Now, so I would say crab. I think I might go, I mean, as much as I love like a surf and turf, but like, I think I'll go with, I'll go crab. Oh, yes. Kevin, I think, what would you like? I think a, lobster rolls are really good. But you got to get them like a real one, not like just yeah. like thrown on like a hot dog bun. Like you got to go yeah. somewhere nice. Right. But I love a good crab cake too. So yeah, yeah that's why crab cakes. Yeah. Crab cakes. Hold it down. Yeah. All right. Cookies or brownies? Cookies. That's one of those ones. That's one of those ones. Gun to the head. I don't know. Fire away. I don't know. Brownies. <clears throat> okay. Uh, apples or oranges? Apples. Apples. I feel like that's a stupid question. We live in apple country. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not from Florida. <laughs> Just a few more. Um, an easy one. Water or soda? Water. It's Who so- in their right mind is going to pick soda? 
<laughs> you have to ask a 12 year old kid. I Fanta, I learned Mountain Dew. I've met adults that don't like water. It's oh, insane. Yeah. Insanity. I, I, Matt, I, my son Matt doesn't like water. Wow. You're yeah. made up of it. You're made up of it. He's literally flowing. <laughs> he has to have right now. He has to have seltzer. He doesn't, you know, he it's doesn't want water. Wow. Yeah. Water, 100 percent Yeah. Water. All right. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and why? Ooh. Oh. And I'll let you guys, you know, just rank it. Oh. Uh, rank your favorites. Oh. Oh, well, dinner's my favorite. Okay. I and, love dinner. And then what do you think? What do you have after that? Is it a toss-up between breakfast and lunch? I almost forget lunch. You know, I have breakfast I, when I, you know, after Lunch I'm, is a big waste of time. It That's is. That's what it, it is. Yeah. It's That's what you get paid to do, right? You get paid to waste time. When you get paid to take a lunch, go waste that time. Go waste it. <laughs> go eat do- garbage or go eat something delicious. We don't care what you do. Waste yeah, our time. Yeah. Breakfast is second. And I don't know about lunch because I almost never eat lunch. See, I'm I'm the opposite because talk about relationship with food. I do the intermittent fasting, so I try to not eat between six p.m. and eleven a.m. Okay. So you ever I, just look at foods like after six p.m. You just look at it. And you're like, ooh, I would eat you. I would eat you. I mean, I'm looking. Yeah. I mean, Fran knows how much I love <laughs> these sugar almonds, and you know, but yeah, I've uh, discipline. Okay. Trying to be disciplined. So, okay. But I admit, like, I, I'll have breakfast on the weekends and like a stack of chocolate chip pancakes. It's yeah. so unhealthy for you, but it's, it's all that sugar. It's just. So you're going lunches, lunches numero. Uh, I would actually then, put, I would put dinner, then lunch. Okay. So you go, and then where's, oh, so it was dinner, lunch, breakfast? You're putting breakfast in third? Uh, no, dinner, breakfast, lunch. Cause lunch can kind of, like, lunch is like a toss up. Okay. Like lunch. Okay. Yeah, lunch is lunch can easily be missed. Dinner. Oh, wait. Breakfast can easily be missed. Lunch can easily be missed, and so can dinner. It depends on what time. Here's my, what it comes down to: what time of day and what day of the week it is. Look, if it's a weekend, I want I'm picking breakfast because it's nice. It's it's a big morning. You do it early. You have your stuff spread out. You kind of plan out your day. Yeah. You kind of yeah. You know. But have you ever had a yes? I mean, you can have a a nice. Like serious, enjoyable dinner or lunch. I don't feel like you can ever really get you don't to think the lunch is serious. You, you can't get to the you can't get to the depth that dinner gets to yeah, at a lunch. Dinner, I think it's you're it's right. It's end of day. It's kind of like yeah, you're looking now. You're looking to at, you're looking back at what happened through the day, and that's what you're kind of you know talking about. Where lunch, it's kind of like oh, what's going on? To, or, or breakfast, it's what's going on today. Let's you know you put some thought into the day. So I'm going. Like, does anyone ever have a sad <clears throat> breakfast? I don't know. Like, you ever go to brunch and people look miserable? No, because they're pounding back mimosas, okay? I've been to brunches. I've ate mimosas. I've eaten edibles, weed edibles at brunches. Brunches are a lot of fun. If you if someone invites you to a brunch, go to a brunch. Yeah. They're a little blast. Yeah. And you won't need to eat the rest no. of the day. <laughs> no, after that, you're good. They're always ridiculous. So I'm going, I'm going breakfast, and then I'm going dinner, and then lunch. I think lunch came... Lunch came in third for all of us. Interesting. Everyone listening out there, if you made it through that, <laughs> write in. Let us know. Uh, let us know your order for the uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and what what means the most. I'm uh, trying to get a fly on your shoulder. Kidding. Eat it. Um. Yeah, I'm, we kind of. Oh, last question. Uh, Fran, you have anything you want to add? No, I'm good. All right, Justin. Do you want to tell the listeners out there 
the difference between sweets, treats, and snacks. <laughs> and then the person that told me to bring this up wanted to know what you would prefer, sweets or treats. The floor is yours. Yeah, there's <laughs> – well, he said sweets or treats. I mean, treats or – right. Wait, what, was, what was the question? The difference between snacks – Sweets and sweets, treats. Sweets and treats. Sweets and treats – well, hold on. I'm going to explain my – sweets and treats are both kind of sweet, right? But snacks tend to be on the saltier side. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to snack on pie. That's a sweet. That's a, that's a, that's a treat. Mm-hmm. You know? So, snack mm-hmm. is something kind of like on the go. It's easy. Like, yeah, you can probably have an ice cream go on the go, but that's not, that's a sweet. That's not a snack. You don't snack on ice cream. And even if they have those, remember those little frozen ice cream things that were like little chocolate ice cream things, individuals, you can eat like 12 of them or 15, however many. Did you don't see. snack on those. You're just being gluttonous and gross. <laughs> You're eating a lot of sweets at in, in a snack time frame. <laughs> so that's, that's my, I, I, it's my debacle. <laughs> Do you feel like everyone's going to understand no that? No one's going to understand that. I did, however, I remember my buddy uh, used to work with, I used to always be snacking. So whether it was apples, you know, whether it was fruit or snacks, chips, whatever, whatever. Apples are, apples are not salty. <sighs> well, well, you know, no, that's, that's okay. Well, you know, leave the apples out of it. Whatever everybody else was snacking on, I had to be snacking on that. Some would call that, some would call that scrounging. You're scrounging with people. <laughs> <laughs> was I a scrounge? I don't know. You tell me. Probably. Um, but no, uh, he was, I, that was around the time I moved to California and I was mo- I was coming back for Christmas and he told his new girlfriend at the time, oh yeah, Justin really likes snacks or whatever. <laughs> so the first time I met her, we were at his hat, we were at his house and she came up to me like, oh, like, you know, Ky- you know, I was talking about, you know, uh, to Kyle and he was telling me, uh, you know, so, in- or, you know, that you're into like snacks or whatever, which is kind of like a weird conversation, but she brought me over starburst you brought me over like mini starburst and i looked at her i'm like yeah that's not a snack that's a sweet that's a treat and i walked away oh. saster right there Ooh. you want to apologize for that now or no, you stand I'm not by gonna, it? i'm not gonna apologize <laughs> it was funny it was funny because at the same time it's like i'm not you don't snack on starburst they gunk up your teeth you need to brush your teeth after them okay. Can, all right, yeah, so, candy's bad for you. Candy's, people, yeah, people candy's not a that. snack. It's a sweet. Fran, any any last messages for the people, what they need to know about food? Well, be careful with sugar. Careful with sugar. Yes, because I am pre-diabetic. Uh, and so my body does not know how to process sugar anymore. Uh, so I'm very careful. And there's a book called Sugar, the Silent Assailant. And there's, it's a big surprise when you find out that in like a hamburger bun, there's three teaspoons of sugar in a hamburger bun. So you may think you're not eating sugar when you really are. I had a hamburger today. Yes. See? And On pe- a bun. On- <laughs> the bun had sesame seeds, though, which are healthy for you, so we're good. We're good. So I just want everyone out there to stay healthy. It's all right to have some sweet things, but have them in moderation. Everything in moderation. And yes. if you can't pronounce it, you probably shouldn't eat it. Yes. And this did not happen to me because I just ate a lot of sweets. Not that I didn't like them, but I did not eat a lot of sweets. What happened was medication. Mm. And that changed my life when I had my neck surgery. And the meds that I was on changed how my body uh, processed food. Yeah. So now I'm careful, very careful. And I'm looking at that too and thinking, oh, I'd love some. 
but I'm not going to have any. It's not worth it. No, I got them because of you. So I'm going to put them in a little bag, and you can take them to work tomorrow. Awesome. There's so many reasons to do this podcast. <laughs> Get snacks for the week. Sugar almonds. I mean, she one makes one. my lunch for the, <laughs> the week. All right, folks. Yeah. Eat healthy. Yes. Think about what you put in your body. Yes. Moderation. Be Until able to next pronounce time. It. Until next time. And let us know. Oh, yeah. We got to remind everyone. <laughs> Find us at Tea with Fran Podcast on Instagram. Comment mm-hmm. there. Your, Comment, uh, like, subscribe, do whatever you're supposed to do or, you know, what you want to do. Reach I out to us. I force you to do it, but. Uh, Tea with it. Fran Podcast on YouTube. Yes. Find us there. Of course, we got the tea with franmail at gmail.com email address. So you can write to us. Um, if you know Justin, Fran, or myself, reach out to us directly. Don't reach out to me. <laughs> reach out to me, please. We we want to hear from you, especially about the podcast. It's always exciting. So take care of yourself, folks. And till next time. Till next, next time. time. Once I say till next time, it's done. That's it. That's it. I know. Well, people got to know where to find us. <laughs> right. Good night.